0: Chad Jay Mansbridge here. Lead pastors of Bayside Church International, based here on the south coast of South Australia. Our great passion as a church is to help people to know Jesus and to demonstrate His love, truth, and life in everything that we do. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We're going to identify principles for doing life well by considering the instincts. God has put inside these four small creatures, the ants, the rock hyraxes, the locusts and a lizard are going to teach us something this morning about being exceedingly wise. Our first creature, verse 26, the ants are not a strong people but they prepare their food in the summer. During harvest, our exceedingly wise answer, stashing away grain seed so that when winter comes, they have food stores in place to see them through that time. So point one, doing life well is exceedingly wise to prepare for the future. It's pretty obvious, really we prepare for the future by putting measures in place now that are going to help or make sure that later on goes well for us. That might be looking after ourselves physically. It might be managing our finances. It can be as simple as just make sure less goes out than comes in. That's preparing for your future. It might be studying the future will happen it is coming shall we go home now that was all you needed to know okay <laughs> preparation takes effort and determination what about our spiritual lives preparing for the future might mean having loose hands it might mean letting go of offense or excuses, or laziness. Just preaching to myself right here. (laughs) Letting go of those things so that we have energy to face the future. Here's some similar wisdom Paul wrote in Philippians 3, and I'll be reading verses 14 through 16. I turn my back on the past and focus on my one clear objective, the fulfilment of my calling by God through Jesus Christ every mature person should identify this same goal as the central purpose of his or her life only be sure oh pardon me, in the process God will help you discover your conflicting motivations only be sure you live out whatever level of awareness you have reached just brief pause in another translation it just said hold to the progress you've already achieved isn't that good advice hold on to the progress you've already achieved and finishing up keep in mind that love must determine your choices whatever your stage of growth you see mulling over the past will reduce capacity to do now and being overwhelmed by the future will reduce capacity to do now Which brings me to little by little. Artwork is created little by little. It's just a brush stroke at a time. Lego creations, very topical at the moment. They go together a brick at a time. The ants ensure supply grain seed by grain seed. Point being, it's wisdom to break down tasks into manageable chunks. Just do a bit, and then do another bit, and just keep on keeping on until the task is done. This is not about being strong enough. The ants are not as strong people, but they're exceedingly wise and they sure are industrious little creatures. In the bounty of summer, they stash, And in the lack of winter, they have supply, because they put it there. Which just makes me think and wonder and question, how do the ants, know the um, seasons, how do they know I've got more than I need right now, so best I save some for an upcoming time of lack? How do they know an upcoming time of lack is coming? I think it's instinct. I think it's a behaviour God has put inside them. And what a good time to remember that while the future is often uncertain to us, God is never surprised. He's there. And what a good time that we can be encouraged, that we can follow an urge or a prompting that might not make sense to our intellect, but it's a stirring we feel in our spirit. Because a stirring we can't explain logically may well be his voice. It may well be God leading and directing us, doing his part, helping us to partner with him, that the future goes well for us, putting things in place now. Our next creature verse 26 The rock hyraxes are not a mighty people yet they make their houses in the rocks. Now I've read that rock hyraxes are a bit bigger than a guinea pig and different translations will call them rock badgers or conies The ants aren't strong and the rock hyraxes aren't mighty Doesn't that make them relatable? They Can bite. Still relatable (laughs) but generally then they're not high on the list for having good defenses. Rather than fight predators they avoid predators. They make their houses in the rocky places which is such an inhospitable environment it protects them from predators. The habitat they've chosen is their effective defence. So point two, doing life well it's exceedingly wise to avoid predators. Now I really meant trouble but trouble doesn't start with P. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. I want you to consider a game of ten pin bowling and we're going to pretend that the pins up ahead represent trouble. We can bowl our ball and knock over those pins or we can bowl our ball down the gutter and avoid the pins altogether. Now, if you're ever really playing a game of 10-pin bowling, you want to avoid the gutter. That's not how you win in real 10-pin bowling. But I suggest playing the gutter ball can be a winning strategy in life. For example, let's imagine that our pins of trouble are opportunity to gossip or be tempted in some way. Wisdom directs you to bowl that ball right down the gutter, avoid those pins altogether. Because sin is danger. Temptation is danger. We don't flirt with it. We don't test our resilience with it. Just play the gutter ball and avoid it altogether. Proverbs 22 and verse 3 explains this well. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. It seems our exceedingly wise rock hyraxes can add prudent to their list of qualities Danger sees them taking refuge in the rocky places they know well because it's where they've instinctively chosen to live. There are many scriptures which liken God to our rock, and I have one from Psalms 18, verse 2. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my saviour. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me, and my place of safety. The rock hyraxes have chosen to live in a habitat which maximises their protection. Choosing to live in relationship with God, our rock, that's wisdom, we can action. Our next creature is verse 27. The locusts have no king, yet all of them go out in ranks. I could find no favorable reference to locusts. (laughs) Except, here they are in our list of small on the earth, but exceedingly wise. I especially like the distinction, they have no king. It makes me realize that their behavior is not externally driven, but internally motivated. That's inspiring. And they, all of them, go out in ranks. Their organization is impressive, impressive. They function with unity and inclusion. And what are they doing? Going out, advancing, taking ground, as we know, literally. So point three, doing life well is exceedingly wise to participate. Now usually locusts behave like mild-mannered grasshoppers. They're solitary creatures, quite happy by themselves, they pose little threat. But then something happens and according to National Geographic, when the ecological circumstances are right, their central nervous system releases serotonin and they become gregarious. (laughs) That means outgoing, sociable, extroverted and even though this is an internal dynamic change, it's as if it's contagious and I must say that is that's my word not national greographic don't say they get contagious but uh, we're going with that um, <laughs> because serotonin released in one which is what makes them gregarious excites serotonin release in another And so on and so on to plague proportions. Our lives are changed when we receive Jesus. Scripture says we're born again, the old is gone. That's worth remembering. It just startled me as I was preparing this. You know what? I take that for granted. We are a new creation that is worth remembering. So these gregarious locusts are radically changed. Physically, they change colour and size. And behaviorally, now they like company. They want to be in company. Their heightened inclination to mate causes such increase that they swarm in great multitude they voraciously consume vegetation leaving destruction in their wake (laughs) but for us and doing life well destruction is not often the same sentence so what are we meant to learn (laughs) the word was participation That's what they teach us. Participation. So let me give you an example of what we might achieve by ourselves versus doing it with others. So alone, I might give someone or a cause $20. Now I think $20 is a helpful amount. But if a hundred of us each give $20 to the same cause, that's $2,000. Individually, I'm not giving any more. Whether I give $20 by myself or $20 as part of the group, it hasn't changed what I've given. But together, together we realize a significant amount. These exceedingly wise locusts are motivated orderly unified inclusively advancing for their own ravenous appetites but we can picture ourselves motivated orderly unified inclusively advancing the plans and purposes of father God bringing benefit to those in our path our last creature verse 28 the lizard you may grasp with the hands, yet it is in kings' palaces. I can't help but notice the ants, the rock hyraxes, the locusts were numbered in the plural, but for our last small, exceedingly wise creature, we have just one lizard, just a singular lizard. And I wonder if the writer has chosen just one to emphasize personal choice. The lizard's contrasting weakness is that it's small enough to be grabbed by hand. And we see here that it's possible to be small in reputation or authority and not have it define our potential. You need to hear that again because I need to say it again. That was a nugget, nugget alert. It's possible to be small in reputation or authority and not have it define your potential. That's very exciting. And there's another difference, but I want to see if you can pick it. I'll give you the I'll give you the outline. The ants prepare their food in the summer. The rock hyraxes make their houses in the rock. The locusts, all of them go out in rank and the lizard is in king's palaces so did you pick what else is different our first three creatures do something whether that's preparing food in summer making houses in rocks or all going out in ranks but the lizard is noteworthy for being in king's palaces it's not how it lives but with who This exceedingly wise lizard is celebrated for its position in king's palaces. Now, in other places, this wording refers to the temple of the Lord. It's his presence. So point four, doing life well, it's exceedingly wise to be in his presence. Being in his presence means acknowledging him, listening, listening feeling learning very likely being in awe maybe laughing being in his presence helps us to see life from his perspective I know when I'm in his presence it helps me to see beyond myself and to other people with his love I find being in his presence calming I find it empowering. It's lots of things. Because it's him. We're experiencing him in his presence. And I suggest there's something else we can learn from the lizard. One thing that sets the lizard apart, especially geckos, are its hands. They're grippy. Such that they can run along ceilings upside down. Do you think the lizard was nervous the first time it thought to run along the ceiling upside down. Well, I think probably not. I think it's just that instinct again, that God-given instinct means it just does. And it seems to defy the law of gravity in the process. When we hold on with faith hands, Committed, unwavering, believing in the promises or the assurances that God has revealed to us personally, we can experience outcomes which defy the expected. See, there is desire inside of us to believe God, to trust our faithful Lord. Now a closing summary of these verses, I suggest our four small exceedingly wise creatures teach us to have no limits and no excuses. First, no excuses, the ants. Strength is not required to prepare for the future. Everyone can manage little by little. Feel and follow God's stirrings. Our rock hyraxes, again, no excuses. Might is not required to avoid trouble. Play the gutter ball and be in relationship with God, our rock. No limits, our locusts. Participation maximises our range of reach and influence. Imagine goodness is left in our wake the lizard worldly standing doesn't define us being in his presence does exceedingly wise choices then corresponding action is doing life well